Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Hey, hey, hey. That was some cool intro music you had. Yeah, it's fancy. Yeah. We're getting fancy around here. Yeah, and today we're planning on talking about your plans for the weekend. And since summer is in full swing, for many of us, we're going to find out about some of the origins of some tasty treats and eats. And you've got the word for our day today, I hope I you? do. I hope I do. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, we're taking your prayer requests, which are never an interruption. They're very much a part of the show. We had an incredible praise. Um, our our babies just FaceTimed us yes. with a great praise. My heart is full. I'm all weepy already this morning. And so can I just tell you guys, guys, God is alive. Jesus Christ lives. He is working. He is uh, not uh, stressed out or falling off of his throne. He's the king and he is working all things for our good. Yeah. And oh my goodness, how we deserve and he deserves for us to pray. Sounds him. like we just got the word for our day right there. Well, that hope that counts. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. We're here to encourage you guys today. And so uh, we're glad you're tuning in with us. Hey, uh, but you don't, we don't know that you're tuning in with us unless mm-hmm. you type in your chat box. The truth is we can't see when you come in and out of the social media rooms. So we really need for you to type in your chat box, whether you just say, hi, hello, or good morning, and let us know where you're tuning in from. And we have a very important question to ask you this morning, and we really want to know the answer. What is in your cup? That's right. We care about what you drink in the morning. We love coffee. We believe everybody deserves Jesus and coffee. Good coffee. Good coffee and the good news, as we discussed the other night. And and, uh, good news and then coffee in that order. And so we'd love to know what you're drinking. But if you're not a coffee drinker and you're drinking something else, why don't you let us know? Um, Jedman had banana in his coffee. It wasn't his cup, but that's what he was yeah, having. Yeah, so yeah. I want to know what you guys are up to. I want to know what you guys are drinking. I want to give you a shout out and let's start those right now. Good morning, Robin, sweet sister in Elizabethtown. It was so great to spend time with you yesterday evening. Yeah. Love you and Otis. We Otis, bless yeah. you. Sherry Johnson, please pray for Pastor Richard's brother, Ralph. His wife passed away unexpectedly yesterday and their two sons will be coming in from Colorado this mm, evening. Please mm, keep the family mm. in your prayers. So Lord, right now we just lift up the Johnson family. Father, it's unexpected expected when a a loss happens. But Father, I'm so grateful for your constant peace and your comfort. That only comes by your Holy Spirit. And so Lord, will you just be so present by your spirit in this family today and in the days to follow. Thank you for Pastor Richard and Sherry, Lord. Thank you for the peace that you're bringing to their life. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Sherry, for letting us know. I also have a a prayer request for the Routh family. Um, Schoolmate of mine, Farron Routh, his younger brother, um, Jared, passed away yesterday. Okay. He's okay. been having some difficulty. Actually, he's a he was a miracle because he was the doctors and everybody else said that he would not live because of all of the complications at birth and all of that. Yeah. And uh, he was, um, uh, you know, uh, I'm not sure what his age was, but he's, you know, close to my age. He's, wow. So he Praise outlived everybody's expectations. Well, so you know, it's the, the uh, word of God that prevails in our life. Are we going to believe the man's word, the report of men, the report of of doctors, or are we going to believe what the Lord is saying? Right, and life? his brother was such a strong believer that he's always his his trademark was God's got this. 
Amen. So Amen. prayers for you guys. Uh, Michael Thomas Edge, good morning, good morning in buddy. South Carolina. He's got black coffee, his Bible, and Jesus. Amen, buddy. Praise the Lord. And MK and Jeff are at Costco in Louisville, and they're out and about. They had coffee from Bigby this morning on our way to Costco. <laughs> Amen. Uh, is that funny? We, can we can we add Costco to our list now of places that we broadcast? I want to go to Costco. <laughs> and yeah, Karen Limkiel, good morning, sweet sister from Hiawatha, Kansas. She's got Jesus and coffee this yeah. morning. Amen. That's good combination. Michael right there. says it's jet black coffee. That's ah, good. That's ah, good. Okay. okay, not just a little brown water. He says. <laughs> yeah, and um, we need to. Michael's requesting prayer for Barbara and Kim and Andy. They have medical needs and they need healing. Okay, so mm-hmm. we just need to go to prayer this morning. So, Father, I just want to begin by thanking you for and praising you for. For the recommitment of this precious teen that we got the word of this morning. My heart is full. You know how we've been praying and believing. NYC is really changing lives, God, and I'm so grateful, and I just want to praise you and thank you. We pray for Barbara and Kim and Andy, and we pray for healing. You are a God that heals wholly and completely, and so we're speaking healing and believing and proclaiming healing in the name of Jesus. Pain, disease, and affliction must leave in the name of Jesus. In these bodies, we pray. And Lord, we thank you for the Ralph family, and we pray that you would be so near to them. You performed a miracle, God, 50 plus years in the making. Mm -hmm. And so, Father, we just ask that you would bring peace and comfort, just like you have and you are, to the Johnson family. Would you do that to the Ralph family, we pray and believe in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Ooh, I love starting the morning with prayer, you guys. That's my fave. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's Saturday and uh, it's supposed to heat up again today. It's been, I guess, you know, July. What did we get in the car yesterday and said it's 89 degrees? And it I was thought, stupid hot. You know, uh, but but it's July. So what do, what else do we expect? Maybe 72 and yeah, sunny, you know? Yeah, I prefer. Uh, yeah. And also like the less humidity. It was stinking hot <laughs> yesterday. Right, right. Well, I about made myself sick because I waited too late in the morning to go work in the garden yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I was out there and it was just so hot and humid and oppressive and we've had some cool things happening out there in the garden and we're just learning what it looks like to grow and and man god is so good i love how he can take a seed right and the seed goes in the soil it dies and then it creates beautiful life i love it yeah except for that those fruits that look like tomatoes on your potato so you guys we are growing literal poison (laughs) right now by accident we are growing poison in our garden so you know how cool is that even know it you know (laughs) Well, we know it now, thanks to Google. (laughs) Well, isn't that cool? Because, you know, I know that there are people who live and die, breathe, live and die by the Farmer's Almanac, and it has been a great source for information for so many years, still continues to be. And there are some people who learn things through reading, and there are some who learn through the experience. And I know that probably, I don't know, maybe some of our our, um, green thumb gardeners that are tuning in might have known that those little, if you ever have potato plants, they said it's kind of rare, right? It's not. Well, it's rare. Unusual, but it's not very common. Right. And what happens is it's often a weather phenomena. What happens is when you, potatoes are a tuber, they're a root vegetable. They grow in the ground. The fruit of the potato plant comes in the root. We all know this, um, but so let me just let me just tell you what happens. They are closely related to a few other plants, tomatoes being one of them and eggplants and a couple other things. These are fruit that come, they're called a false fruit that come at the top of a plant of a potato very rarely when the weather is wet enough and cool enough that the flowers don't 
fall to the ground and die, but they stay on the potato plant long enough for it to fruit. So the flowers come to a fruit. Now remember, the fruit of a potato is in the tuber in the in the root. And so this is a false fruit. They look like cherry tomatoes. They're very dense. We have clusters of these on every single one of our potato plants right now. And when I was out weeding the garden and I saw these clusters, I was like, what is happening? Because I know they're not to fruit at the top. I'm not that educated, but I'm smart enough to know that. <laughs> so I, I came inside and I went to Dr. Google and we found out from the Michigan Corps of Engineers exactly what these fruit are that are growing on our potato plants. And they are a form of nightshade and what's the other word? Um, they're poisonous. So let me just get that out of the way right now. Um, there it is. It's a solanaceous and a nightshade or solanaceous is poisonous. This false fruit is not to be eaten. It, does, it doesn't matter what it tastes like. I don't know. I, no one ever told me if it tastes like a potato or a tomato. It doesn't matter. It's not edible. It makes you sick. It can even send your body into shock. And so what they suggest for you to do is to, to pick them and destroy them so that they are not eaten by children or anything else. They're not safe to eat. Now, they do not affect the quality of the potato. This false fruit lives at the top and should be trashed, but the tuber in the root is totally safe. So good to know yeah. that our potatoes are not ruined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, at first sight, you're like, oh, bonus. Yeah. And you're like, no, not a bonus. Yep. <laughs> and MK says, Melissa, are you getting chickens? The answer are you is, like yes. I just asked Baylor. I'm like, Bay, you ready to go over to, I won't say what store, tractor supply, and pick up chickens today? <laughs> She's like, yes. So um, it's time, you guys. We have we have fulfilled our commitments. Terry and Baylor are going to be are, are going to be going to camp, but I have to stay home and work. So now's a good time to do it. And chickens, they'll keep you company while we're gone. Chickens are coming. I will have <laughs> I will have the the chihuahuas and the chickens. <laughs> chihuahuas and chickens. Yeah, for two different purposes. <laughs> one's <laughs> therapy, and the other one's food. <laughs> well, we, we're getting layers. Um, we eat a lot of eggs around here. So this is something we're really excited about. Yeah. We've had chickens in the past. I had chickens for two years, one of my very favorite hobbies. And then we went on the road full time for Jesus. So we haven't had a chance to have chickens again. So here we go. Yeah. yeah hey, yeah. Um, speaking of coffee. Mm-hmm. Which we weren't, but what we are we, what now. What do we have today? Do you know what's in your cup this morning? I, I see it sitting over there, and you told me earlier what it is. Why don't Did you, you tell have everybody a drink else of it? it? Oh, it's good. It's good. Um, um, by the way, if you're just joining us, um, welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa Wright. We're so glad that you have joined us on this Saturday morning setup. So we are drinking this morning Bones Coffee from Bones Coffee Company, and it's Jamaican Me Crazy. Mm -hmm. is the flavor that we're drinking it and <laughs> it's almost gone so you could the the bag is all flat and empty but here it is um let me tell you about this can i just i i went and got the the description yep i went and got the description because that's just how i roll sometimes and i lost it here it is all right, you guys, we are drinking this morning Jamaican Me Crazy. It is a medium roast Arag Arabica bean coffee. It is the perfect blend of vanilla, caramel, and coffee liqueur flavor. It is good. Mm. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. <laughs> and so you guys can go get your own Bones Coffee at the Bones Coffee Company website. But don't forget to go through our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv, and you'll get a coupon code 
if you use TGM Show TV and get 20% off your first order. We'd love for you to do that. Make sure you go through our website. And we want you guys to try Bones Coffee because, again, we believe everybody deserves good coffee. And it's good. They've got so many flavors, you guys, so many. And as I talk and meet with you all in person, you guys are so good about telling me which Bones is your favorite flavors. Yeah. Last week, they had a big uh, 4th of July sale, uh, 3rd, 4th, and 5th, I guess. Mm. And uh, some folks were able to cash in and get 20% off Mm -hmm. site-wide. Yeah. So, um, you know, we sent out a special little show on Tuesday. And for those of you that subscribe to our YouTube channel, you will know that you saw that pop up and uh, we went live for about 30 minutes on Tuesday, July 4th to wish you a happy 4th and also to tell you about the sale. My point of this is saying go to our YouTube channel, be sure to click subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, and you can also double up on the notifications by going to our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv, click on the subscribe link there on the front page and give us your email and we will send out special email bulletins whenever we go live or special events or special things coming up like another giveaway that we're talking about doing. And, uh, of course, for those of you that missed it, we gave away a nice Yeti tumbler and some Bones coffee. Bones coffee. We yeah. gave away Highland Grog, which is so, a great flavor. Yeah, good stuff. So we're hey. going to be doing that through the summer. Michelle's in the house. Good morning, Michelle. Michelle Rollins. Hey, good Bless morning. Bless you, sweet sister. She says she's been looking forward to the show for hours. She has a cup of coffee with hazelnut creamer. And then she's reading her women's Bible study book. Good for awesome. you, Michelle. Judy. Good morning, Judy. Good morning, she's Judy. having sweet tea, the nectar of the South, our yes. sweet friend in High Point, North Carolina. Judy, I totally have to respond to your precious email this morning or text this morning. Bless you. And I love you so much. And I feel like I'm, I'm just going to be transparent. We had first Friday worship last night. And um, we stopped and got a little late, late supper after that. I about fell asleep in my taco, okay? I'm just, I'm dragging wagon. <laughs> I was tired last night and I'm tired this morning. I did not sleep well last night. And also, um, I'm really struggling catching up from all of the busyness that took place last week. So I am not. It's the last two weeks almost. It's been crazy. I'm yeah. not at the tip top of my game. But here's the good news. Um, I feel like showing up is 90% success. That's right. It, it so. is. And continue to show up. That's right. it. Good morning, Pastor Rick Grable. Hey, Rick. He's drinking My Green brother. Mountain in his cream this morning. That's we right. love Green Mountain coffee. <laughs> it is really good. Yeah, we just they love have some so great many stuff. Coffees. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. I was going to tell you that Robin told me last night that she really loves the French toast flavor at Bones Coffee Company mm, also. Yes. So I just thought I'd throw that yes, out there because I love that. it when you guys tell me your favorite flavors. Yes. Our yes, sweet yes. sister Lynn, she has several favorite flavors. One of them she does like is French mm-hmm. toast. So it's yeah, interesting. I miss Lynn. Lynn hasn't been on in a little no, while. No, she texted me yesterday and told me a joke because she's missed the good morning show and we miss her so she just sent me a joke okay all right well maybe she'll tune in this morning and we can use it it. yeah Yeah, i'd love yeah i'd love for her to get on yeah um michael wants to know if we're giving a jeep away hey buddy if i had a jeep i'd keep it (laughs) no yeah no a yeti a yeti and coffee was pretty good giveaways in my opinion but um no i have no plans to give a jeep away and if a jeep is given to us i'd really have to pray hard before i'd pass that on yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) how about you terry no i'm the same way I'm the same way. Tacos. Yeah, it would be a mess to fall asleep in. And if I'm completely honest, I was having a taco salad. So that would have even been a bigger mess. <laughs> hey, I think uh, sour cream and avocados are probably good for your skin, you know? Yeah, I sort of ate it. Yeah. 
some yeah. health benefits. There was all there. kinds of stuff going on in that salad. It was good. I was just really tired. Judy says showing up is 90%, she thinks. I yeah. think it too, Judy. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah. That's part of the consistency of being able to do that. You know, we always had this, uh, I, I learned this years ago. They had a, um, a basketball clinic that a pastor friend of mine was, would do for the kids in the community. And, and he called it quick down, quick up. And what they would do is they would drop to the floor and then they would jump back up. And I think there's a re- there's a real name for those kind of exercises, burpees or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And, but he would say, quick down, quick up, quick down, quick up. And they would do this exercise over and over and over again. And he likened it to our, our Christian walk. Quick down, quick up. Get yeah. right back up and oh, get back on good. your feet again. That's so good. I always remembered quick down, quick up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, good morning, Pastor Scott Cooksey. Good, morning, good to buddy. see you this morning. Hey, in speaking about your Christian walk and the struggle and jumping right back on that narrow path, let me just tell you, our friend Rosellen um, posted something last night. Rosellen's young. She's like barely older than our children. Yeah. So um, she's like, a, you know, a precious daughter in the faith. And her mama happens to be um, my best friend in the world. So here's the thing. Rosellen said last night, she said the hardest thing about being in her 30s is seeing people that she has run and chased after Jesus with fall away in their Mm -hmm. faith. Mm -hmm. And that really, that really hit me deeply. I I felt that comment because that's been one of the hardest things that Terry and I have watched happen in our life in Christ is those that we have served with, um, fall away from truth. And that is so hard. So what Terry is saying Quick down, quick up. In yeah. your path, if you're walking away from Jesus or you're not as close to him as you know you could be or you have been in the past, can I tell you, you're literally one prayer away from jumping right back on that narrow path. Quick down. So the enemy got you down. Big deal. Get back up. You see, it's not your measure of success or failure if you get down. Your measure of success and failure is how quick and efficiently you get back up and get on that narrow path. And that's what we're here for. No lie, no sneaking around. The truth is we're here to encourage you in Christ Jesus and the word and love and prayer. And we want you to succeed. We want to be with you in eternity. We want to be with you in the kingdom now. And we want all the best that the Lord has for you. And so if you're struggling right now, can I tell you, you can get back up quick and efficiently because the Holy Spirit is there to lift you out of that pit. All right, sermon over. No, that's good. That's good. So, oh, while well, you got your cup up, let's do a little mug shot. Hey, yeah, and I went and got my big old Kentucky mug this morning. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. That's where I was feeling. I like I yeah, like I was feeling all. All right, how's that? They look good. All right, three, two, one. YouTube thumbnail. Yay! Make a little sounder for that. Thank you, Judy. YouTube thumbnail. <laughs> Mug shot. Judy says that the name for the exercise, the burpees, the name is painful. <laughs> and she would also think, ouch. You know, I don't think that I knew the name of those until I was out of high school. Yeah. Did you have to do high school gym? Um, yeah, I don't know. I took weightlifting. You know, you have to have a required PE class. I think we and had I, something up, yeah, up took, through at least sophomore year. I took weightlifting and um, we still had to run. Ugh, I tried mm-hmm. to avoid the running. I hated the running. And so oh. I took weightlifting and we still had to run anyway it was actually a fun class so i really loved it yeah yeah okay sorry did you have a great pe teacher did you enjoy your pe teacher a lot Um, of people have horror stories yeah he's like he was he became the principal after i graduated i mean not that we would talk bad about him or anything but i mean coach burkholder was an an encouraging man and then in my elementary school and middle school days uh, i had coach burkholder and it was like his first few years at the school 
And his wife was a teacher over at Tecumseh North. I, I love the Burkholder family. His daughter was actually in my class. Um, but before that, I had um, Bob Gay. Mr. Gay was, he loved the Lord, such a Christian, big buff, like perfect Hulk Hogan muscles. I loved him. Mm. And he would always, when we would sing and dance in PE class, he'd always do uh, Jesus songs. I love that. Kumbaya and all kinds of fun <laughs> stuff. I absolutely love Mr. Gay. Um, he good. actually lived down the street from us on Allen Drive. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was the one that okay. lived in that great big beautiful motor coach in his son's driveway. Right, right. Yeah. I remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Love him. And every yeah. time he'd ride his bike around, he'd stop and talk to us, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude rode like 30, 50 miles a day. He was, <laughs> he's a beast. Yeah, yeah. Pastor Scott Cooksey says, you might fall down, but you don't have to stay Amen. down. That's Amen. good words right there. Amen. And when you get back up, do it facing toward Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Man, so Scott, good. you should be a pastor. That's yeah. so I'm ready. I know what your message is going to be tomorrow, right? Okay, if not yours, mine. I love it. Quick down, quick that. up. Is right? that that's what Terry says? Quick down, quick up. That's right. Uh, Michael's going to go sing. He's going right. to he's going to sing "Unexpected." I don't know that song. I- <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. Bless you, brother. Have a great day. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks Mm. for tuning in. Hey, and thank you for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. That's right. We're so glad you're here on this Saturday morning. We want to hear all about what's going on on your special day off. What are you doing this weekend? I know that a bunch of kids from, I'm just going to drop it, Louisville First are up on the lake in Indiana with Pastor Trevor. And a couple of our teens are with them. And, you know, we share teens with Louisville First. Mm-hmm. I love that we yeah. can do that. See, we're not competing. You guys know that? Our churches, your church, my church, all the churches in the city, we're not competing. We're all on the same side. We're all in the same church. We're all on the same team working toward the same goal of seeing lives change for Jesus Christ in cities, one for the kingdom of God. And so we're not in competition. Let me just say it one more time. We are not competing against any other pastor, any other Christian in ministry, any other brother or sister in any other church. We're all on the same side. And so right now we're sharing some kids that um, go to youth group uh, at First Church and then come hang out with us on and their parents on Sunday morning. I love that. I love that because First Church has such a healthy youth group and a wonderful youth pastor in yeah. Trevor. And they're all up at the lake today. And we got to have have the, have the Noah last night playing bass guitar with us for first Friday night. I love that kid. Oh. He jams. <laughs> I love it. He's dancing and grooving uh, and all this. And I'm just like, let's have that energy. Yeah. Come on. Reese and Noah are mm-hmm. just unashamedly yeah. our favorite. Yeah. Scott says so that much. tomorrow's message is on discipleship. Come on, buddy. So we need I've each been, other. Uh, working on um, the last word used in the book of Acts. And it talks about how Paul lived and preached and and fulfilled his calling, and it was unhindered. Unhindered. Been, it's kind of I, I don't usually think about doing series, but it's turned into kind of one, and so I think uh, we're going to be unhindered again tomorrow. Uh, Unfortunately, your series lasts twice as long as they should because you have somebody preaching. Who is giving us a thumbs down? That is nasty. <laughs> that was rude. Oh, I don't know. I. Why would you get on here and give us it a thumbs down? It doesn't matter. Like, let's, let's just pray for him. Pray, Father, that, that that thumbs down was a mistake. I pray it is in Jesus' name. <laughs> that stinks. Well, that's okay. Yeah, okay. So we love you anyway. You can give us a thumbs down and a bad review. And we <laughs> think the world of you. I we think love it was a you mistake. and we pray that you're encouraged in Jesus' name. Amen. So it, your series lasts twice as long as they should because somebody preaches in between. Every oh, well, other every week. other week. Oh, that's yeah. okay. No, it's great. I think we get a good variety that way. Well, I think so too. I've not. 
series girl um, because I'm so used to, I, I guess, old ways, right? Um, evangelism, revival, uh, always preaching what the word is, what the Lord is saying in the, in the moment, I think. Um, good morning, Janice from Spring, Texas. Good we morning. love you, sweet sister. It's so good to see you on this morning. Are you drinking kombucha? What are you drinking? Are you drinking, uh, what's the other thing she's been drinking lately? Some grass protein shakes? <laughs> What are you what are you drinking this morning, Janice? <laughs> wow, wow, why are you, wow. Why are you doing I was that? I was looking at that the previous comment and now oh. it came back again uh, differently. So uh, oh. maybe Sherry got off when we prayed. Oh Sherry, uh, we've prayed we've prayed. Hi, sweet yes, sister. I hope yes, you can yes. hear me. We've prayed for Ralph and his family and Richard um, and all the Johnson family. We'll continue yeah. to lift you guys yep, up yep. for peace and comfort and rest and understanding in this time of loss. Yeah. So for sure. Nope, she's drinking water. Water today. Yeah, Thank you, Janice. I love you so much. <laughs> I also love you, whoever gave us the thumbs down. I'm not still bitter. I'm not. Well, that's okay. I'm not bitter. No, not at all. They say don't get bitter, get better. I am not I'm not. It's just such <laughs> or get a butter. It's Let's such a shock because everyone on here is so loving. Yeah. That's why I think it's a mistake. Judy says she's currently preparing for the prayer conference that their church is sponsoring yeah. in a couple of weeks. And that Hal Perkins is going to be there. Hal, Hal and Debbie Perkins. We yeah. love them. We love them so much. Hal is preaching tonight on India Grace TV live. Mm. Um, and I will be facilitating that Zoom. We get to host it. So I just get to open and close in prayer. Um, but Hal's going to bring the word. So That'll be awesome. Yeah, it will. Millions of people in India will get to hear the word tonight from that Hal. That is so cool. Well, summertime is in full swing, and um, I mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me, I mentioned in the opener this morning that we would be talking about some tasty treats and eats. Oh, we would. Uh-huh. And so, and you know, we uh, we can't uh, go through summer and not talking about some other stuff before we do that. Sherry said sorry. She was in the car. Oh, I'm not sure okay. if it posted. Um, your phone's been acting weird too, huh? Yeah. Okay. So Sherry, you just need to know there's, that's totally yes, okay. We love everybody's praying. praying. It's okay. And she's drinking Diet Dr. Pepper. Woo! I love Diet Dr. Pep. Mm -hmm. Also, um, Scott's uh, Scott's series is Misguided Mission Definitions. Oh, yeah. That sounds pretty good. That's pretty cool. Hey, if anybody's in the area of Glens Fork, Kentucky, okay, go over to Glens Fork Church of the Nazarene. Yeah. Sounds like a good series. Yeah, absolutely. Janice says kombucha's out. Yeah. Probably good. Yeah. It's not on the list, Janice, of the summertime uh, treats and eats, so you'll be comforted that way. Yeah, that's good. All right, so let's get into this list here, and then we'll get to a little bit of your word for the day. How about that? Yeah. All right, so the first thing, when you think about summertime foods and treats and eats and all that, um, a few of these are going to be summertime. Some of them are just just darn good, and um, we uh, we can't uh, do life without them. Now, I don't know. Are you a uh, Philly cheesesteak mm. lover? Yeah, I like Philly cheesesteaks. Philly cheesesteaks. Think about that. Given that they're usually referred to as Philly cheesesteaks, it's probably not surprising to learn that this greasy geotagged, meaning given the name of a place, Grubb's hometown is the city of brotherly love, right? And so what's shocking is that this, they call it frizzled beef, frizzled, I've never heard that before, but it's made by chopping the meat while it's still being grilled in oil and the onion that's mixed in. They were originally served with pizza sauce instead of the now standard American provolone or cheese whiz that you can get at Pat and Harry Oliveri's Italian market hot dog stand. When they made the first hallowed hoagies in 1930, Pat's Hoagies uh, is where they originated with the Philly cheesesteak. The concept of adding dairy goodness came courtesy of one of Pat's cooks. 
and Pat's King of Steaks is still slinging the sandwiches today, forever deadlocked in the battle for the best cheesesteak with rival Geno's. If you're in Philadelphia, these two are located right across the street from each other. How is that? Right? Pat's was there first in the 30s. And then in the 60s, we get Geno's. And Geno's, it's, uh, they're both located at the intersection of 9th Street and Passayunk Avenue. And that is a, it's like a V-shape uh, avenue there. And it's, uh, but Pat's uh, started the cheesesteak in 1933 and Geno's says theirs is the best. And so it's always been a big battle. And it's a signature dish for the city of Philadelphia. How about that? Hey, here's how much I care about what you're saying right now. I'm really serious about to ask you this. Can we just like plan a quick couple day trip up to Philly to try yeah. to try both of these yeah. and do a live a live check-in on the Good Morning <laughs> Show. Do you guys like Philly cheesesteaks? Jump in now. Give me your opinion. Yeah. Would you guys like to see a live from Philly as we try both of these Philly cheesesteaks? I like Philly cheesesteaks. Terry likes Philly cheesesteaks. I think even B likes them. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret. I have tasted both Geno's and Pat's, but I don't remember which one was better. Okay, well then it's, so, it's a fresh start So it'll be a us. fresh, totally clean, yeah. new start. I, yeah would very much like to do a live broadcast from Philadelphia on just this cheesecake issue. That's how important it is in my life. <laughs> what do you guys think? Would you guys like the, to watch something like that? I think it'd be cool. I maybe, think it'd be cool. Maybe some of you would join us. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah there you like, go. Hey, Let's take a the Good Morning trip. Show descends on Philly to try cheesecake. On steak. the road. The second thing on our list is popsicles. Who doesn't love popsicles, right? And like many of the great discoveries, this frozen summertime staple on a stick was stumbled upon by accident. So the next time you pop a popsicle in your mouth, think about this. You're enjoying the fruits of an 11-year-old entrepreneur's, well, they call it labor, but uh, in 1905, a San Francisco Bay Area kid by the name of Frank Epperson accidentally invented the summertime treat. And he'd mixed some sugary soda powder with water, left it out overnight. It was a cold night. The mixture froze. And in the morning, he devoured that icy concoction, licking it off the wooden stirrer. And he declared it an epsicle. Um, it's a name of uh, icicle and his name, a combination, and started selling the treat around his neighborhood. Now, in 1923, Epperson decided to expand sales beyond his neighborhood, and he started selling the treat at Neptune Beach, which was a nearby amusement park. And it was dubbed a West Coast Coney Island. The park featured roller coasters, baseball, Olympic-sized swimming pool. Uh, but Neptune flourished in the pre-Depression days. Remember, this is before the Great Depression. <clears throat> And they were eagerly consuming epsicles and snow cones, which also made their debut at Neptune Beach. But uh, the success of this, Epperson applied for a patent for his frozen confection. This is how he described it. A frozen confection of attractive appearance, which can be conveniently consumed without contamination by contact with the hand and without the need for a plate, spoon, fork, or other implement. All that in 1924. And eventually, Epperson's children urged him to change the Ice Pops name to what they called it, Pops Sickle. Mm. The kids said, hey, Dad, you need to change the name. We'll call it Pops Sickle. And uh, they just eventually it became Popsicle. Um, also invented in the Bay Area was uh, Rocky Road ice cream. I know you're not much of a fan of marshmallow, but no. uh, that was another thing during the uh, Great Depression. And uh, on our blog for this episode, be sure to check out our link, okay? Um, check out our link to 12 other foods invented by accident. 
But here's a here's another shot of just some of them how it's been modernized yeah, by all the different popsicles. brands that yeah. are available now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so good. You have a favorite popsicle flavor? Well, I'm not much um, on popsicles because I don't like overly sweet drinks and overly sweet um, stuff. And I think those popsicles are super, super sweet. But I do like coconut and pineapple flavored, um, and I like the mild flavored stuff that is less sugar and more like natural sweetness. Yeah, well, I love fudsicles if they can. Oh, yeah. Michelle says she's been buying the uh, real fruit watermelon popsicles in the past month and wants to get the grape ones this next time. That's so, great. That's, that's always really cool. great. Great. Yeah. Janice says is her favorite. Grape. Taylor Beth, yeah. my sweet baby, on the line this morning. She likes pineapple, too. <laughs> um, but that kid is a beach dweller, so anything tropical yeah. probably right up That's her true. alley. They're that coming back from a beautiful vacation and they look so healthy and tan oh, and yeah, fabulous. Yeah. Another, okay, Janice wants mm-hmm. to know, were we talking about cheesecake or cheesesteak? Well, this just goes to show how poor my my uh, articulation is. It's cheesesteak. Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> cheese it's steak hoagies right or cheesesteak sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right so there. Yeah. We got to jump up to Philly and try either Pat's or uh, Geno's. Geno's to see which is the yeah. best. And I'm sorry, go ahead. That's okay. No, still keeping in, in uh, things with uh, themes with the meat and the sandwiches and stuff. How about this one? In Austin, Minnesota. Oh, I'm That's out. where uh, Spam was invented. <laughs> the compact square of pork, salt, water, sugar, potato starch, and sodium nitrate out. contained in the famous blue and yellow can was invented by Jay Hormel, son of the founder of the Hormel Company, in rural Minnesota in the late 1920s as a way to reinvent and to peddle the then unprofitable pork shoulder, right? And uh, the clever name, which was a combination of spiced ham, spam, won a Hormel executive's brother $100 in a contest. Yeah. And despite the, the promise of quick, cheap meals, many people were leery of unrefrigerated meat. No big surprise when it first rolled off the assembly line around 86 years ago. How about that? Yeah. The military quickly found use for it, uh, sending more than 100 million cans to troops in the Pacific. And in recent years, Hormel has launched new flavors like black pepper, jalapeno, uh, different things like that. Um, They also have uh, hickory smoke flavor, hot and spicy with Tabasco. Spam with bacon. I mean, there are hundreds of varieties. Well, I, won't, I didn't I won't say know hundreds. that. There are over, there are dozens and dozens of I varieties. I had no idea they had flavored they, Spam. There are so many different flavored uh, Spams. And in fact, you can uh, check all of that out. They actually have a Spam museum, mm. right? Newly built 14,000 square foot Spam museum features nine Spamtastic galleries mm. with interactive games and photo opportunities. Admission is free to the Spam museum. And uh, my mom and I actually went to the Spam museum many, many years ago. Uh, I think it was like 2003, somewhere in there. In Minnesota? Yeah, in Minnesota. Wow. Uh Yep. And uh, so we got to visit and see all that. And really, it was because we had a lot of spam. Did you guys eat a lot of spam whenever you were kids? Um, Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. Uh, How about you viewers, listeners? Did you have spam? I have a real definite opinion here, and I'm actually going to keep it to myself. <laughs> yeah, only only your children will know that story. My uh, children were not alive yet. No, I know, Praise but you've the told Lord, the story But once they or have twice. heard the story because mom was not a good cook. I'm not sure I am yet either, but I'm practicing. I'm trying. Well, it's you know, it's good. You do great. Hey, Bubby's on, and he says he feels unhealthy with all the fried fish that he oh, ate this Oh, man, yeah. Oh. When you're in Florida, you, yeah. you do like well, Floridians. Brett, Brett loves, um, that's all mom would let me 
E. What a lie, son. What a, you get on <laughs> here and lie. I was getting ready to say something nice about you, but I won't now. No, Taylor says negative on the spam. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not. Brett says tell the story. <laughs> All right, I'll tell the story. Um, <clears throat> Scott Cooksey says, Outshine bars are great for popsicles, natural fruit flavors, and the coconut is fabulous. I have had those, and they are good. That is one. Yeah. That is probably the only popsicle I will eat. I do like those, Scott. Great idea. And I forgot the name of them, so thank you for that. Um, so the story is, when I first got married, um, I had um, not a lot of experience cooking, not a very good cook. Now, I want to just put a disclaimer out here. If you don't know this about us, um, this this is this is just the truth. Um, Terry and I were not married. Terry is not my first. I'm laughing because Robin says if you go there, they give you samples. Uh- <laughs> Okay, so I was married. My first husband, um, his name was Billy, and um, I did not cook well. I did not have a lot of experience cooking, and we were poor. You know, when you first get married and you're really young and you're poor. Um, so I had saw on TV an advertisement for Spam Burgers, and what they advertised was that you pull the loaf of meat, whatever it is, and you slice it into squares and you fry them like a hamburger. Like patties. A pa- the patties, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you make the patties out yeah. of the square. And then you put them on a bun and you have Spam burgers. And th- and I thought they looked so good on TV. I yeah. thought I'm going to try that. And they put, you know, like cheese and oh, a yeah. little lettuce and tomato on there. Well, when I went to the grocery store to purchase Spam, which I promise you I had never bought in my life, I never tasted in my life, I did not grow up eating Spam. And so when I went to the grocery, they had Spam, but then they had something cheaper, another brand called Treat. And I thought, well, surely that this same you know technique would work with Treat and it's much cheaper and we're poor. So I bought this stuff called Treat which is off-brand spam and i went home and i sliced it up and i followed all of the Mm, commercials ideas and i put them on a a a bun and i put the lettuce and tomato and i even had cheese on there and the smell that began when i started frying those patties was not good and i kept thinking the smell is terrible but surely it will taste better right and as i was cooking this Billy came home and said, what, <laughs> what is that smell? And I said, it's supper. <laughs> and welcome home. Um, we sat down and tried to eat the, it was not, did not taste better than it smelled. It was absolutely horrific. I totally ruined all the bread and all the lettuce and all the tomato and cheese. Cause it was nasty. So I was afraid of spam for the rest of my life because I equated it with that one experience with treat. Oh, no. And I also learned very quickly that I do not know how to cook. And so I spent all this time with my grandma after that. My grandmothers were, were amazing cooks. And I started getting recipes and practicing and ladies at church started giving me cookbooks. And I literally was like, help me people. I do not know how to woman. I don't know how to be like a mom and I wasn't a mom yet or a wife or whatever. I needed help. And so I've gotten some better, although Brett would tell you there's still some things I make he doesn't particularly care for. Um, but Kidded that's, the story. that's the story of my treat slash spam experience. Yeah. And there it is. Michelle said she had a uh, similar experience. 
experience. They had it as kids, and she had a really bad experience with spam before she realized she was expecting her first child, and she's never touched it again. See, one bad experience, and you're it. burnt. You're yeah. just done with it. I know it. I, I still know like it. Robin's uh, comment. Spamples. They give you spamples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's move on. This one's a fun one here. How about Goo Goo Clusters and Moon Pies? These originated in Tennessee, right? Uh, the first combination candy bar created commercially, it was uh, born in 1912 when Howell Campbell Sr. and Porter Moore were testing new ingredients in a copper kettle at Nashville's Standard Candy Company, and they landed on the sweet tooth satisfying combo of milk chocolate, peanuts, caramel, and marshmallow nougat, which makes your Google cluster. Uh, over in Chattanooga, five years later, Earl Mitchell was experimenting with ways to fulfill a Kentucky coal miner's request via one of the bakery's traveling salesmen for a snack as big as the moon, he said. And the solution? Two round graham crackers filled with marshmallow and dipped in chocolate that was originally sold for five cents. And by 1929, the bakery opened a moon pie-specific factory to meet growing demand, including World War II troop rations. How about that? Some Kentucky uh, and Tennessee origins. You know, there. I've never tried Goo Goo Clusters. Have oh, you so all? Good. Have you all tried mm-hmm. those? Okay, and I'm not a fan of moon pie. I don't. I think I haven't tried Goo Goo Clusters because it's got marshmallow in it. Also, mm, yeah, I'm not a you, huge. It's just a real thin layer, so oh, I'm not really? even sure that it really. I'm not is. a not mega like marshmallow pie. fan, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, Janice says spam is full of sodium. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it's preserved, right? That's <laughs> how come you don't have to refrigerate yeah, it. Yeah. And Scott says his mother-in-law made a dish called tahini treat. Tahitian treat. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. And it was um, treat and pineapple cooked together and served over rice. And he he says I'm not a fan. I my stomach flipped when there I read is, that. There is a big thing about uh, Polynesian and spam and Hawaii and the Hawaiian uh, ham with oh, the, really? the pineapple. That was a big thing. Uh, they say it's still kind of. But they have a they have spam jam, not jam like you put on bread and butter, but a spam jam. Uh, event, like a party event every year, mm-hmm. yeah, in Hawaii, and uh, they do that, and they, they always serve spam, and it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 it is. All right, so let's see. Uh, we have one last one here. This last one is one I know that Melissa, you will remember fondly, and a lot of our viewers will. Kool Aid, right? After moving to the southwestern section of the Cornhusker State in 1900. <laughs> Edwin Perkins, fascinated by chemistry and determined to become a self-made success, was always tinkering in his mother's kitchen. Fruit Smack was the name of a sugary drink that he uh, created that came in six flavors and four-ounce bottles. It was his first hit. But the struggle was real when it came to shipping those glass containers due to breakage and high costs. And in 1927, he developed a method to remove the liquid. He repackaged the leftover powder in envelopes he designed and printed under the new name Kool-Aid. Right? And you can learn all about him and Kool-Aid and everything else at the Kool-Aid Museum. Look at that. That's in, my little one. Yeah, we yeah. went to the Kool-Aid Museum in It was Hastings. actually the Hastings Museum uh, where they had all kinds of uh, historical stuff, but yeah. they had a Kool-Aid section in there because he's from that, that area. Yeah. And so on the left over here is all of my, my earlier favorite flavors. Sharkleberry Finn and uh, uh, there was a... Purple Saurus Rex. Yeah, Purple Saurus Rex. Yeah. There was a time in the 90s when those were some flavors that were out at the time and they were really good. I remember trying the blue um, when it first came out. I I think that yeah. maybe have started me on the I don't like the blue flavor. Yeah, um, but yeah. that actually um, is what I think about popsicles because as a kid, we would make Kool-Aid and then freeze it and, and put sticks 
or depending on what size it was, if yes. we used ice trays, we'd put na- yes. uh, toothpicks in there. I remember doing that, too. And so I, that's why I don't like popsicles, because Kool-Aids are so sweet, you mm-hmm. know? But I mm-hmm. guess sometimes maybe I just added too much sugar, because you make it with water and sugar. Yeah. You make it on your own. Yeah. When so I was if on you the ruin road, it, it's on you. When I was on the road in the bands playing in the, in the clubs and stuff all across the U.S., uh, we would I would we would take our own food stuff sometimes. I had a two-liter bottle that was full of just water. And then I had my Kool-Aid mixed with the sugar already in a Ziploc. And I would take that and I would mix up a two-liter full of, of Kool-Aid on the road because it was so inexpensive to make, you know. Yeah. And, uh, Scott, so. Pastor Scott says the beverage of VBS. Yes. Tag along some vanilla wafers or shortbread cookies and it becomes the Lord's snack. <laughs> Amen. It's like Chick-fil-A's the Lord's chicken. Then Kool-Aid and vanilla wafers are the Lord's snack. Uh, That's beautiful, Scott. That's I feel that oh, deep man. in my spirit. That is good. I, as a kid growing up in church in VBS every year, that is the truth that is true yeah brett says that spam is full of spodium (laughs) well y'all are good on you guys uh, are having a good time with this spam business i love that i'm also very relieved to hear someone else who's tried treat and didn't care for it so i know that sounds terrible but thank you scott that makes me feel so not alone well you know it's funny because y'all the the word the 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 word that is actually used for combining two words together is portmanteau p-o-r-t-m-a-n-t-e-a-u so smart portmanteau is when you combine spicy ham and make spam Uh, i get it spam and sodium spodium or spamples that you guys are good at that and i can't believe that you knew the name of that yeah that's (laughs) You're so smart. We should play that game sometime. Maybe we'll play a portmanteau. Well, my 10-year-old sits across from me at a late supper last night to ask me if I knew what the word anti-disestablishmentarianism meant. (laughs) And I'm like, you're 10 years old. How do you? Well, yeah. Yeah. So she learned to pronounce it really good by the end of the night. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and we actually tackled the definition, but... Yeah, well, I hope you enjoyed these uh, summer uh, classics and some of the food origins. I do. There'll be plenty more on future episodes. They're Thank always you. fun to talk about. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, you can also find an extra bonus blog um, about uh, foods and things that have been discovered by accident on our blog on thegoodmorningshow.tv. And uh, it'll be on today's <laughs> blog for... Uh, what is today? Today is... Uh, 7th, I think. The July the 8th. 8th July so the 8th. So for today's show episode 130 you'll find that extra link in there in the show notes janice said you knew that word because you googled it <laughs> no. janice the queen of google oh, that's right that's the right queen of google. when you recognize uh, certain things uh, actually uh, no i remembered it because it was in one of the articles that i was reading about how you know english words and words become smash-ups you know that i kind like of thing. the mashup words i yeah. think those are fun yeah they are fun that's awesome speaking of words you got a little word for our day today you know i've just got a short one honestly mm-hmm. um it's the 8th of july and so it's proverbs 8 today and i read through proverbs 8 there's several things that really caught my attention in my heart but i think what i'm going to settle on is this um verse 32 proverbs 8 verse 32 says this now therefore O sons and, and we could definitely insert the word daughter and be correct here. So I'm going to do that. Now, therefore, O sons and daughter, listen to me, for blessed are they who keep my ways. Heed instruction and be wise and do not neglect it. So um, Proverbs 8, 32 and 33. Mm-hmm. So the, the truth is that the Lord says, 
how we show our love for him in John 14, 15, he says this, if you love me, you will keep my commands. And here we are in Proverbs and we're hearing him say this, um, blessed are those who keep his ways, right? This, this is the Lord saying, listen, this is how you show me love. This is how we're in relationship. Um, I give you instructions and you're wise to not neglect it. You're wise to keep my word. You're wise to say what I say and do what I do. And I know that we talk about this a lot, but can I just explain to you that there's so many fallacies about, um, how do I say this kindly? about coming to a relationship with the Lord and making um, a one prayer confession or repentance and receiving forgiveness of sin and entering into relationship with Christ and then walking right out of that experience and that encounter and going back to your life without really having any evidence of change or any desire to walk in the Lord's way. And part of that may be um, that we haven't um, always done a great job at discipling new believers. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. and I'm so this is not um, this is not a condemnation. We need to do better at discipling. That's what Pastor Scott's preaching on right now. Is his series is on discipleship. So we need to do better about telling new Christians what to expect, but somehow we have equated um, some leadership in church has equated this one prayer to a, a great relationship with Christ and you're good for eternity and you don't have to do anything different. And what the Lord is saying in his word is if we're in relationship and you want to continue in that relationship, you have to heed my word. You want to be wise not to neglect what I'm saying. Okay. It's important that we become people of the word. We have one goal in this relationship with Jesus is to be more like him. The Lord calls us to be Christ-like. He calls us to grow and mature in our spiritual life, to move forward toward this goal of Christ-likeness. This is really the goal. And this is what he has set before us. I didn't come up with this idea. This is his word. And in order to be like Christ, we have to understand and live the truth of the word. It needs to become our truth in our lives, not just in how we speak, but in how we think and in how we act. It needs to become the truth of our lives. We want to work toward this, but I want to give you a, 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 a careful warning in this becoming Christ-like by the word and the spirit. I want to tell you that the premier characteristic of Jesus is love right? His love is the motivator for everything he says and does. His love is what matters. And he wants us to not only receive his love, but to give his love. And so I want to tell you that some things um, we need to be careful about would be becoming legalistic and not as loving as we should be. We have to have this balance of who Christ is. And we can't know who Christ is to live this balance of who he is if we don't live in his word and know his word. So let me just let me just read something to you that I that I read from Pastor Maria Durso. Pastor Maria Durso is uh, one of the pastors at Christ Tabernacle in New York City. And it is the sister church to uh, Brooklyn Tabernacle in New York. And this is what Pastor Maria Durso says. She says, is it possible that we could have the right view on biblical issues, yet have the wrong spirit? It is not enough to be on the right side of truth. 
we must have the right attitude to go along with it. Truth without grace is mean. Grace without truth is meaningless. Truth with grace is meaningful. Jesus full of grace and truth. That's what it says in John 1, 14. I want to give you this admonition today, if I could. In order for us to honor the Lord and not neglect his word, we have to keep his word to become more Christ-like, not because we have to, and we're forms of slavery to legalism, but because we want to, because we love him. And it's our love response. It's also our love response to extend grace to others and not beat them over the head with the truth that we are trying to live out. We don't want to diminish the truth or compromise the truth, but there has to be, there has to be this line that we walk that would encourage people by love to come to know his truth and not shame them or guilt them or condemn them or criticize them into the truth of God, into relationship with God. And right now there is, there is such a movement on either side of this to love so big that we compromise the truth or to be so legalistic that we beat people overhead with the truth and we don't give them any room for grace. And you guys, that wasn't Jesus. Jesus wasn't either of those sides. Jesus is this perfect blend of spirit and truth. Jesus is this perfect blend of his father and the word. Jesus is this perfect blend that says, I want you to keep my word because you love me. And I want you to be full of grace because that is love. You have to have the right attitude to go along with this truth. You don't compromise your truth. Don't diminish your truth. It's my truth. It's the word. It's what we do. But please give grace because I'm giving grace to you you need to extend grace to others. That's love. And that's becoming Christ-like. It's a fine line to walk, I know, but we need to start having these conversations more. And some of these camps that are shouting really loud their their agenda and their idea that's contrary to the word, we, we probably need to not only not listen to them, but we need to tune in better to what Jesus is saying. So Lord, right now I'm praying into this word. It's so important. Lord, I know you've laid it on my heart. I know you've laid it on the heart of many others. And so Father, today we wanna be people who are so careful to keep your word because we love you. We love you. You say, therefore, sons and daughters, listen to me. Blessed are they who keep my ways, heed instructions and be wise and do not neglect it. We don't wanna neglect your word. We don't wanna neglect loving and extending grace in the right attitude. That's part of living by your spirit. Lord, we love you today. Will you help show us areas in our life that we haven't maybe um, given completely to you and we need to repent of? Or maybe we have made some harsh judgments on others that we need to repent of. Lord, help us keep your word and your spirit. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. There's your word for the day. That's awesome. Good word. Good word. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pastor Rick says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. That's, that's apostle Paul wrote that he said, die daily. It's the truth. We have to work at this out daily and we, and we need the word. That's our truth. We need the word. And when we get away from the word, we start listening to other truths that aren't truth, right? There's, there's true and there's truth. 
And sometimes we start thinking things that seem right and true, but they're not really truth. And the only way we can do that is by measuring it up to the plumb line that is the word of God. Yeah. And so it's a daily, it's a daily task, a daily death. And that's how we work out our salvation. So very good. Pastor Rick, you're right on. Thank you, Janice. I appreciate your love and for support. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. You know, um, when we think about that, uh, that application of the word, it's like, how can we go through our day and apply this? What's the easiest way to apply what we've just read today? Mm. Are you asking yeah, me that question? Yeah, I'm asking question? you. Yeah, just yeah, boil it well, down to one, one or two sentences. Right. Um, so the, the word doesn't talk about judge, not judging. It, it actually says to, to judge by the fruit that we see. Um, but we need to treat everybody, everybody we see as if they're totally lost and broken and wounded and love them as if we can administer healing to their brokenness with the love of Christ, because we can. And usually if we treat people like they're broken, we'll be right because most are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I think to boil it down is to look upon people with the love and the eyes and compassion of Christ and give them the ability and their wrongness, okay? Make room for them to be wrong and love them still. And I think we'll see change occur. Yeah. That's being Christ-like. Hey, good morning, TJ. Good to see you, sister. Bless you and your precious family there in Lexington, Kentucky. Good we morning. honor you. And Karen says being Christ-like. That's the that's the goal. That's the key. Well, you know, this is a joke to some people, but in the early 90s, we all walked around because it was cool and it was right with bracelets and hats and shirts that said WWJD, mm -hmm. what would Jesus do? But what if we really asked ourselves that question in everyday ways? We're going to go to Tractor Supply here in a little bit. Every time we encounter the staff there, they're super nice, right? But if someone isn't, um, what if I love them like Christ and give them room instead of, you know, uh, what's the word conf confronting that? and being like, why are you so rude? How about we just love, right? How about we treat people the way Jesus treated people? Yeah, amen, amen. So, Fair case is such a good word. Thank you, thank you. I it also really wanna is. just, I also want, for those of you that are about to say to me, yeah, but Jesus got angry with righteous anger and flipped over tables. I just wanna tell you those that he got angry at, he also died for. He also was yeah. crucified for, he was beaten for. So when you're when you're willing to go to a cross physically and be crucified and beaten um, for that person that you're angry with, let's just take it back a notch or two. Um, he's the savior. I feel like he has room to be righteously angry. I feel like that will get us in trouble if we're not careful. Yeah. So be real careful about that. Yeah, 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 for sure. I thought you were just gonna say we're going to tractor supply and flip over some chickens. Let's do it. Uh, in case you missed, uh, episode 129 was our previous uh, show. It was Thursday Night Live. Uh, we called it Summer Camp, God's Faithfulness, and Little Green Men. Uh, we had a feature news you can use where we talked about Harvest Crusades that happened this last week in California where over 7,000 people made commitments to Jesus. Hallelujah. We uh, covered in bizarre history the Little Green Men, not the aliens you think of, but the uh, Little Green Army Men and how they fun. evolved. That was and fun. Uh, also Little Green Army Women. Go back fun. and check fun out that episode. Yeah. Luke 13 was our word for the day in that. And uh, so um, you can go find all that and uh, all the details for signing up for subscribing to notifications and all that on our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Just click on the blog link on our menu, or uh, you can just uh, see the stuff there on the main page and follow your way through that. Our next show is going to be episode 131, Monday Morning Motivation. We hope you'll join us for that. That'll be on Monday, July 10th. Can you believe it? Already into the second week of no, July. I can't believe it. Next week 
week is in case you're Amazon shoppers, Prime mm, Day. Yeah, Prime yeah. Day is the 11th to 12th next week. Just throwing it out there. I think Walmart um, online has some crazy sales and also what's the other one? Like Wayfair. Mm. So you guys check out all of the special deals. Like if you've been waiting to buy something, um, I have been waiting to get canning and can- canners and canning supplies. I think I'm going to go. I really want both a water bath canner and a pressure canner um, because I'm thinking what in the world are we going to do with all this produce that's coming from not only <laughs> our garden, but Greg's garden, Greg and Vicki yeah, yeah, are yeah. huge. They share um, their bounty. And I'm like, I want to keep this. Yeah. Um, Tina, good morning, sweet good morning, sister. Tina. Bless you. Glad to see you on this morning. And we're glad to see you on this morning. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Guess what? It's about time for us to wrap it up. But that is never too late for us to give you a shout out and say, hey, we're so glad that you're with us. Janice says she's heard of tipping cows, but not flipping chickens. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Uh, I can flip a chicken and I still don't know if it's a boy or girl. It depends (laughs) on if they're chicks. So Uh, I I appreciate the fact that um, Rule King and... and, um, there's a place, Tractor Supply, and what is the place we used to shop at in the Midwest? Um, that store, oh man, Orshelins. Orshelins that yep. used to have their chick days, and you know, thank the Lord they sex them for you, so they have like you know, sex linked, or they have pullets, which are females. So you know, if you're getting chicks that are going to be hens or chicks that are going to be roosters, um, too many roosters, and we, I don't want to get into the whole uh, philosophy of chicken, yeah, yeah. but um, you don't want you don't want a bunch of roosters. Yeah. What do you say? We're right at the end here. Let's take two minutes and do something we haven't done in a long, long time. Okay. How about th- your opportunity all right i want to to, hear yep your joke of the day that's right so submit it we want we want you to type out your joke of the day without typing the punchline don't give us the answer just type out the question or the joke of the day and then we're all going to guess and see if we can come up with the punchline so make sure that you don't give us the answer don't give us the answer until we ask for it yeah yeah and while we're waiting for those to come in tina says oh we've had to flip chickens off their nest some of them get mad when you take their eggs yeah yeah huh? same 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 i've had to oh, i've yeah. had to fight off a broody hen just to get to her eggs yes. at times jeff swords and says he's speaking of greg from our church he's making smoked jalapeno poppers with peppers from greg's garden um terry i grabbed La- some of those did you grab them i, I was like I you're on your own with the spicy uh, jalapenos i'm thinking I'm about uh, pickling them in that uh, spicy hot brine that i have make really some, yeah some pickled, wow uh, jalapeno peppers Ooh, you can light yourself up with them i bet <laughs> all right i love how he shares okay Who's got a joke? Who's Come got a on. joke this morning? Janice, maybe Scott. Don't let us down. Don't no, leave us you guys, hanging here. You guys can always come up with a joke, no doubt. I know, I know. Well, and usually Lynn's here to help us out, and uh, so we're missing Lynn. Um, so Janice, if you talk to Lynn, let her know we miss her, we love her, and MK, I know you'll talk to her. As MK well. also usually comes up with a joke pretty well too. So and here's a lot of what times we'll do. Baylor we'll give comes it, running in we'll about this it, time. We'll give it a couple minutes, and if we don't, Look. <laughs> do you have a joke? you have a joke of the day you want to tell? I'm nervous about this. Come on in here. Hurry up. When Baylor gives us a joke of the day, I never know if it's one she's made up or one that she's read or one that's... We're going to get the lowdown first to make sure it's safe for public consumption. Okay. We just realized that uh, after conferring with the judges that the joke that she wanted to tell, Mary Kay told many, many, many episodes ago. So I'm going to... How about... Wait. Okay. She can't Google if okay, she's on her I've phone. I've got one. How about I what give you, this? can I give you Lynn's? 
Okay, yeah, let's do Lynn's joke. All right, okay. All right, so tell it to me so I can type it out and put it on the screen. All right, do you know why the devil doesn't like Swiss cheese? Doesn't like Swiss this is cheese. so easy. Do you know why the devil doesn't like Swiss cheese? There it is. The joke of the day. Do you have a guess? Do you have an answer? Oh, look. Yeah. Scott says, how do you make seven even? Okay. okay. You can right. answer either one of those. Do you know why the devil doesn't like Swiss cheese? Or Pastor Scott Cooks, he says, how do you make seven even? Seven even. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Okay, Come on. Come you guys, on, do you guys, <laughs> do you guys have guesses to either of those jokes? We would love for you to guess the punchline. Go ahead and type it out in your chat box, and we'll see if you're right. Do you know why the devil doesn't like Swiss cheese? Why the devil? You said it's obvious. There it is. Oh, okay, all right. And how do you Rick. make seven even? Is the other question we're going to get the answer Pastor to. Pastor Rick is right. How? Do you know why the devil, uh, do you know why like the devil doesn't cheese? like Swiss cheese? Because it's holy. It's, it's holy. too. It's too holy. All right. It's like Terry's church jeans. They're too holy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, it. Jeff that's says it. You guys, it's holy. Janice got it. Rick got it. Jeff and MK got it. That's right. That's a good one, isn't it? It was easy. <laughs> Thank you, Lynn Housel, for the joke. Yeah. You lose the S. Oh, how do you make seven <gasps> oh! even? Oh, Janice, Janice if you lose Scott, the S. Is that right? You lose the, you take off the S, and that's how seven becomes even. Oh, that's got to be it. You lose the S. Scott, give us a thumbs up on that if that's correct. That's got to be it. That's good. That's a good joke. I like those ones. Well, a little play on words. I'm there. sure it's. I'm sure it's probably very accurate, right? Yep, there it is. Boy, you guys. Hey, Martina. Martina's on. She got the joke because it's holy. You guys are so good. You guys know how to answer the jokes. And you know what else? You guys are full of the Holy Spirit today. Don't forget that when you walk out and about and you go about your day on Saturday and Sunday, why don't you just go on and love people like Jesus does? Why don't you just tell people how he's changed and transformed your life? And maybe just maybe they'll come to know Christ too. And today could be the day of salvation. We're encouraging you. We're going to try it too. That's right. Be sure and get out and encourage somebody today give them a hug if it's appropriate all right because who needs those just about everybody amen all right we look forward to seeing you on monday morning and uh yeah two for two there you go this is the joke answer Uh, you guys be blessed have a great lord's day tomorrow all you pastors that are preaching tomorrow just uh you know preach it like it's um well the truth that it is yeah that's right bless you guys we'll see you on monday bye for now bye-bye Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.